Hello, everybody. Thank you once again for joining me on the Speak Life Now radio show. I am your host, Dr. Lisa Speak Life Burrell. Thank you all so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing the podcast, for telling people about the internet radio shows, and also just um, um, subscribing to YouTube and sharing those videos. I really, really appreciate it. So, you guys, I have some exciting news. So last year, I told you guys that I've been working on different things all year long, taking different courses as the Holy Spirit led me, different coaching courses, a lot of things I took last year. So, and I told you that I was working on some projects. Well, I just launched my own consulting business. Yay! My own consulting business. So today's Speak Life Now radio show is going to be sponsored by NP2, which is Empower to Empower Consulting, LLC. And at NP2, we have group corporate sessions, one-on-one sessions. Um, we have conference speakers. We have uh, I'm a sales team trainer. And also, I'm a domestic violence advocate speaker. So that's some of the things you can get at NP2. And if you want to check it out, check out the website, Empower, E-M-P-O-W-E-R, dot speaklifenow.org. That's Empower, E-M-P-O-W-E-R, dot speaklifenow.org. You can check out my website. And if you want to know more about pricing, just email speaklifenow2 at gmail.com. That's speaklifenow2 at gmail.com. You guys celebrate with me, rejoice with me that I'm stepping out on faith and doing what the Lord has directed me to do. And just rejoice. We're supposed to rejoice with those that rejoice. So rejoice with me about this consulting business that was just launched this week. Hallelujah. So let's go into prayer. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you so much. Hallelujah. I rejoice. I thank you so much for what you've already done this year. Lord, I thank you. I thank you so much for all the listeners today. I thank you, dear Lord, for, for the entrepreneurship that is on them, that they'll be able to move out, that they will look at the examples and the things that you've given me and the testimonies that you, you have allowed me to share to show them that they can do it too, that they that, that they got to move out on faith. Lord, I thank you right now. Welcome, Holy Spirit, into this broadcast. Apply the blood of Jesus over the airways that there be no hindrances. And I thank you so much for the angels that are standing by, ready to deliver the word of God. And for those that are listening, I thank you right now, dear Lord, that they can hear Clearly, what is coming forth today, the word that's coming forth today is going to set their minds free. And Lord, I thank you in your precious name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay. Okay, you guys. So, let me just make sure everything is working properly. It is. So, okay, I got I got to tell y'all about somebody I listened to. So, today, the message is going to be... Imagine that. Imagine that. Yeah, that's the title. It might be a subtitle in there. It might come up as we're talking. But imagine that. And it was somebody that I saw. You know, I like talking 
to give an example, of course, I use my own testimonies, but I like looking at other people and some of the things they have done. And this time, I want to talk about a young lady named Christine Ha. Christine Ha, H-A. So, Christine Ha, um, at the age of 14, she lost her mom, and, and then after that, she lost her they said that she she said that she wasn't born blind, but she ended up um, losing her sight. And she made a point that she talked about. I'm not exactly sure if she lost her sight before 14 or not, but anyway, she lost her sight. And she talked about how her mom really didn't let her in the kitchen, was very protective of her, wouldn't let her learn in the kitchen and, and things of that nature, wouldn't let her get near knives, wouldn't let her get near the stove, none of that. So she never really learned from her mom. But gradually, her eyesight, um, she lost her um, sight. And one of the things she was thinking, she was like, wow, how am I going to even be able to fix food for myself? So she said one time she tried to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And because it didn't line up right, she was so accept, accept, um, upset, she threw it in the trash. But she was thinking, you know, and what I, I want to bring up about Christine Ha because what ended up happening was she ended up learning how to cook. She taught herself how to cook. And then she ended up being on the Master Chef, and it was the third season, and she won. And she was blind. And then when she came in, everybody was looking like, what in the world? How is she going to do this? You know what I'm saying? But she couldn't allow, she couldn't think about her limitation. She couldn't imagine about her, about her, what seemed to be um, uh, a limitation to others. She had to learn and she taught herself. So she had to make sure she tasted everything. So she couldn't go on site where I know this is an apple. I know this is this. I know this is that. She had to, you know, go on a taste of things, right? And she made, and they they even mentioned um, um, uh, on Master Chef, the head chef, he said that, um, he said, wow, it just tastes like, I haven't tasted anything like this, the flavors. He said, it tastes like you, you cook like an angel. That's what he said. But she en ended up going on to win. And, and I wanted to bring this up because one of the things she said, I thought it was so, so amazing to me that, um, she said, this is what she said, that losing her vision taught her to be fearless. So her limitation that everybody else might have saw as a disability, um, but she saw it as it made her fearless. And this is one of the quotes that she said. She said many things. Now she's an author. She has her own restaurant. She go around doing um, speaking, um, conference speaking, and all that type of thing. She go out and it's like a motivator for others now, right? Now, think about it now. She couldn't allow, she couldn't imagine what her limitations was doing. She could, only could imagine her winning, right? And one of the things she said here, if you can't see how steep, a mountain is you can't fear it y'all know that's a good quote when I heard that I was like what if you can't see how steep it is you can't fear it if you can't see it 
And so she was saying that, and it didn't stop her. Like I said, it didn't stop her. And I'm wondering, I want to talk to you guys today. Now, her name is Christine Hall. Y'all can go up and look at um, look at more things that she's doing. Google her. Like I said, she wrote a book. She got this restaurant now and all of that. But she didn't allow what her limitations were. She had. We have to make sure, even for myself, I couldn't allow the limitations to stop me. What what limitations could I be talking? About? I could be talking about financial limitations, or or do will I will I have enough people? You know all that stuff. Imagine imagination. Like or I wonder if I'm gonna have enough people to come to the conference. Oh, I wonder if you know. Imagining this is this is what I'm doing. I'm imagining this stuff, which is that me. I have put an image in my head, thinking all these things, right? And it says, and we know in the word of God about our thoughts. But one thing that I learned um, recently, and I've known before, but see, something is really happening in me this year. Some, and you may not think, well, it's only, well, I'm recording this on the 14th of January. It's only been 14 days, but something has really happened for me. I really sat down and just, sought the Lord, and even though I couldn't go to the beach like I normally do, I had the beach playing in every room in my house. And as I walked through, I was hearing nothing but waves. And while I was doing that, the Lord started downloading many things, many dreams, many things was happening. But in my mind, my mind, it was like, it was like something, something happened. Right, and, and my imagination and and things that I I wanted to do is just like expanded, and, and it was like one time I heard a story. <clears throat> excuse me, we'll get into the scriptures in a minute. I heard a story about they had um this animal in a, a aquarium or a, a cage. I can't remember. I think it was in an aquarium. Had this animal in the um, aquarium and had a a glass. Um, in the uh, in the aquarium, and on the other side of the uh, of the glass was the food, right? So this animal, whatever it was, kept trying to get to the food and kept hitting the wall, boom! 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 So it was being conditioned. Mm, don't 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 go over there. Don't go get don't go get your food. So he was being conditioned. The only food he could get was what was put on the side where he was. Don't go over there and get what, what was there for you too. Now you're going to only eat what's on this side. Condition, right? And then eventually the person ended up taking the glass up. But because it was already conditioned, it never went over there. Because it was already conditioned. In their mind, imagine, oh, if I go over there, I'm going to hit that glass. Conditioned, right? So what have you been conditioned? In the word of God, we have so many promises. But because of what is going on around you and the things that you are seeing. Remember, she said, you can't see how steep it is. You can't fear it. So a lot of times you're not moving out. It's, a lot of times it's not really the limitations. It's actually fear. What people going to think? I don't have enough money. What if this happened? How is this going to happen? All this, but the word of God has already given us our promises. Even in Joshua 1 and 8, I'm going to read this to you. It says, keep the book of the law. Hold on, let me put on my, put on my glasses. 
Keep the book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you can be maybe careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. This is an NIV. So it's telling you to meditate. Keep it on your lips so I know how to talk. And y'all, y'all been following me now, what, two years uh, or more? Y'all should know how to talk. But then maybe, 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 maybe I wasn't imagining. Maybe I wasn't imagining who I was. Maybe I didn't get that picture of where what God has given me. Maybe I didn't, wasn't seeing that picture of who I am. Now I could say I was speaking. I knew nothing. I knew death and life was in the power of the tongue, so I was not gonna speak death. But but my thoughts were still not where they needed to be. Come on now, I'm being honest. They weren't where because I would think, well, what's gonna happen? See, I'm constantly trying to second guess, huh? Second guess, or oh, and like, okay, God tell me to do this, but I'm like, well, where's the money gonna come? Where another project I'm working on, which y'all know about this year, um, that I've been working on. And I was when they first gave me the instruction, and when I first received the instructions to finish it, I was like, well, what? What, what am I going to do? How am I going to do it? Where's the money going to come? All these things. See, all that stuff was in my imagination. I was getting an image of the wrong stuff. I should have had an image that Jehovah Jireh, my provider, that he was going to take care of. All I have to do is move on it. Remember what she said now. You, you can't, if you can't see this, how steep the mountain is, you can't fear it. So just go ahead and move on. So what she have to do is just move. Go walking. Keep doing. Went to Master Chef knowing that other people were looking at her. And then and then some of the people that was working that was also competing with her, they tried to throw her curveballs. You know what I'm saying? So she wouldn't win. You know, but she ended up winning the third season of Master Chef. Because she didn't allow her limitations. She didn't allow where she was grown up, but she grew up. She she didn't allow what she uh what she seemed to be a limitation to stop her. She didn't allow it. She didn't like myself. I can't allow the fact that I've been abused all these years in many different forms. I can't allow that that when things didn't happen for me and I've been hurt. I can't allow these limitations to stop me. Because in the word of God, he is, I, I don't have limitations. If you have God, hallelujah. If you have the Lord, the Lord, I mean, if he's controlling your mind in Romans 12 and 2, um, I want to read that real quick for you. It's a couple of scriptures. So you got the first one, Joshua 1 and 8. I think I'm switching up glasses each time. I got a lot of glasses here. Joshua 1 and 8. And then I want to read here Romans um, 12, verse 1 and 2. Therefore, I urge you, brethren, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. That's first. Holy and a pleasing to God. You got to be holy and pleasing to God. That is, that is your true and proper worship. See, that's worship. Let's talk about that. That's worship. If you are a living sacrifice, then it says, do not conform to the pattern of this person. You can't look at all this stuff that's going on around you and using that as a measurement for what God is telling you to do. You can't do that. 
You cannot do that. And it also said, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. So your mind has to change. Your mind has to be renewed. And that's what's been happening to me. I was like, oh my goodness. And, and it's like a light bulb went off in my mind. I'm thinking I have to wait for, I just, all I have to do is move when God tell me to move and don't question it. If he said move now, that means your time to move is when? Now. When he tell you to move, see, see, sin is also delay. It's like when you don't move, when God tell you to move, that's sin. Go ahead on and repent. Go ahead on and repent because all the excuses, no, you got to move when he said move. Right? You can't conform to the world. You got to conform to what the word of God said like in Joshua 1 and 8. Meditate on it. Think about the word of God. Keep that in your mind. So now I know I'm saying things like I am wealthy. I've been saying these things. So now in my thoughts, every time something come up financially, not only do I say it, I got to be thinking it. I got to be meditating on it. And I got to meditate on it longer than as if I was to say it once each day. I have to meditate. Meditate is over and over and over. So I have to sit and think, I am wealthy. I am wealthy. I am wealthy. I am wealthy. When the bills come, because I don't thought about it so much, mm, I am wealthy. You see what I'm saying? You're going to have to, you're going to have to change your thoughts. Change your imagination. Get an image. That's why the vision boards and stuff, when people are always talking about doing a vision board, that's why, because you want to get an image. Like I said before, in the other room over is a vision room. So when I step into it, I'm, I'm, I'm not only stepping into I'm going to go to each board and then I'm going to speak out, but I'm seeing the image first. I'm seeing where I'm going to travel to first. I'm seeing the, the beach house first, and then I'll say it. I'm seeing how my weight going to be and I say my goal weight, but I'm seeing it first. Imagine, get an image of it. That's why the vision boards and everybody start doing that because it really works if you work it. It's like writing the vision, making it plain, right? So if you have these things and you can put it up and start, like even in here in my meeting room, I got the certificates, all the things that I all the certifications that I got last year, I'm looking around the room, the letter from my, my uh, grandmother, the poem she wrote. I look around the room and the visual and the things that I'm seeing and the people I'm seeing, the pictures that I have, is pushing me forward because it's a visual. I'm seeing my son and daughter over there and I know I can't wait to see that when I have the pictures of, of the babies whenever they come. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm getting a visual. And I'm, I can imagine. I sit here and I look at it and I imagine certain things. And in the scripture, it talks about. If I hear, let me um read this real quick. I know I read this to you to you guys before. Um, in Ephesians 3, 3 and 20. It said, now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we all, I mean, more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is working within us. 
What are you imagining? Because if it's, if you're imagining something, like I said, imagine that. If you're imagining something that ain't right, then power ain't going to, that's not it. That's not going to produce the power that you need in your life. And if you go back and read Ephesians 3, I'm telling you this, this whole chapter has changed my life, knowing that you have to be rooted and grounded in love, knowing that you have to comprehend his love. Comprehend is a mind thing. So if you comprehend his love for you, hallelujah, you comprehending his love, hallelujah. By the time you get to imagine, you be like, oh yeah, Lord, you told me to do that. So I know there's a people for my business. I know there are people that's going to listen to the podcast. I know there are people that is going to help in the speak life now with outreach. There's a people for it because why? You told me to do it. <laughs> Woo! Imagine that. Imagine that. Who would have thought if I look back over everything that has happened in my life at the after the age of 50, when 50 hit for me, my gosh, when 50 in the last six years I turned 56 in December. In the last six years, if I look at what God has done, but the thing is I had to move when he said move. When he told me to do this, I had to do it. No matter what it looked like. I'm telling you, it was like um, financially, I, it's, I, I couldn't even figure it out because I wasn't imagining the right thing. But but God has made a way, is what I'm saying. And he's still making a way. Every, cause, because I had wrong thoughts, like I talked about with... um. Uh, uh, with a book that I'm working on, it's finished actually, and I was thinking, well, if I get this publisher, uh, how, how I'm going to pay this publisher? My thoughts. This is what I was thinking. Oh, how am I going to get this money? That's when um, the um, um, pandemic hit. I was furloughed and now working part-time. I was thinking, how am I going to do this? See, that's what I was thinking. That was my thoughts. But when I talked to the people, they was like, oh, we can do this, this, and this. See, in my mind, I had already felt I was feeling defeated. Remember what she said? If you can't see how steep the mountain is, you can't fear it. That's what Christine Hart said. Let me give you another scripture. Let me put my green glasses on this time. I'm going back and forth. Let me give you one more scripture. Woo! Y'all got Romans 12, 1 and 2. Joshua 1 and 8, um, Ephesians 3 and 20, and right here, Philippians 4 and 8. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, Hallelujah. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy. Ah! And we're going to have to read this one again. Think about such things. Imagine that. Think about those things. So, okay. Finally, brothers and sisters, NIV, all the scriptures I'm reading today is out of NIV. Whatever is true. So, if it is, if it's not true, mm-mm. Don't think about it. Don't imagine that. Whatever is noble. If it's not noble, mm, don't imagine that. Whatever is right. So if it's something that is wrong, why are you meditating on it? Why are you meditating on wrong? Don't imagine that. 
Mm-mm-mm. Whatever is pure. Pure thoughts. You got to have pure thoughts. Pure th How are you going to know all these things? You're going to know it because you've been reading the Word of God, right? You've been meditating. you got the Word of God. You've been reading it. You've been speaking it. All these things you've already been doing. But I'm telling you guys, once your thoughts line up in, in that alignment with everything, your heart, your mind, your mouth, everything is aligned. I'm telling you guys, I know um, years ago, um, my spiritual father spoke on, and it's always for speaking on the things in threes. You know what I mean? He was thinking on speaking the things, the Father, the Son, the Holy Holy Spirit. Things in threes. Not enough, just enough, more than enough. Come on now. And now I'm at the point where I understand how to get to more than enough. So I got I had the words. That was one thing. And the I mean, heart, words, imagination. All of that thinking. All that has to go together. So now I'm understanding how to get to the more than enough. You get to the more than enough when your thoughts is lining up with the word of God. Because he said everything that you can think or imagine, he was he's able to do exceedingly more than that. But what are you imagining? What are you imagining? Imagine that. What are you imagining? What's in your imagination? What images are you carrying with you every day? Remember now, there's no limitations. When you move out on what God tells you to do, by faith, we talked about Hebrews 11. By faith, this person did that. By faith, by faith. So you got to move out by faith. And you know that even the scripture said you got to be pleasing. Right here when I was listening, um, what was it, Romans 12, you, what, what is pleasing to God? Well, it is impossible to please God without faith. That's in, that's in Hebrews 11. I don't have the scripture right here, but it's in Hebrews 11. Go ahead and read the whole chapter. I think it's somewhere around 22, 26, somewhere in there. But go ahead and read the whole chapter. Hebrews 11. So that it is impossible to please him without faith. So uh, uh, everything we're doing is by faith. When God tells you to do a thing, Stop making excuses. Stop making excuses. Even when I um, lock, um when, when I sent off for my business license and everything, and she said it could take, you know, because everything the offices were closed, I had to do everything online. She said it might take, you know, four weeks. It could take four weeks, but we got it the day that you did it. Guess how long it took? I'm waiting. Go ahead and guess. 24 hours. That's why I'm able to talk to you about it today. It was all done. Everything is done. That's what I'm telling you now. Hallelujah. Just move out by faith. What do you imagine? Are you imagining that you're wealthy? Imagine that. Are you, are you imagining in your image, in your mind that you are healed? Imagine that. Hallelujah. What are you imagining? Hallelujah. Imagine that as you go forth to this week, hallelujah, and as you're going forth and you're speaking life over your neighborhood and speaking life over your family and speaking life over this nation, make sure you get an image in your mind of what you are saying. 
Don't just do it haphazardly and you're just doing it and, 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 and out of reputation, a repetition, but you're not really getting an image. You got to imagine what you're saying. You got to imagine it. You got to imagine your family saved. You got to imagine it. You got to imagine you heal. You got to imagine it. Hallelujah. You got to imagine it that everything God has given you to do, that it's done. You got to imagine that the finances is coming from the north, south, east, and west. You got to imagine that people, men, is being caused to put blessings in your hands. You have to imagine it. Hallelujah. Imagine it this week. Imagine that when I say this right here, get an image in your head that God will continue to surprise you the rest of your life with his goodness. Can you get an image of that? Get an image and watch God move on that. Imagine that. That's why I want you guys to remember. Imagine that. Thank y'all so much for tuning in today. If you're listening to it on the podcast, on the streaming service, make sure you comment, like, and rate. And if you're looking at a video on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe and hit the bell. That way you'll know every time that I'm on. Share the time that you're listening. Share the internet radio that you're listening to it on. So somebody else can go into this year and change their image in their mind and watch God move on everything in their image. Go ahead and share it. Hallelujah. Thank y'all so much. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank y'all so much for tuning in today. And I'll see you all again next week. Bye-bye.